Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. Today we have a special, lovely guest, our first female on uh, the Opinionated Podcast. Um, we introduce her. This is Kelly. Um, no last name? I, mean, I was going to let her get into that, right. but I mean, this is Kelly. Um, she's a good friend, a very great person, hardworking person, um, someone I definitely wanted to get on the podcast, so I'm just glad to have her here. And uh, yeah, so we're going to start it off with um, how'd you grow up, where'd you grow up, and just kind of give us your background. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. It's on you. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. So I grew up in New Rumpels, Texas. Um, a little background on me, I was homeschooled my whole life. Um, my family started homeschooling my older brother when we lived in Pennsylvania. I was really little, then we moved down here and just kind of kept going with it. So all the way through home, uh, all the way through high school, I was homeschooled, um, which was a really cool experience for me. I played all sorts of sports. I danced for 12 years. I did basketball, um, played select softball, did soccer, and then once I got into high school, I kind of narrowed it down a bit and. Uh, I started running track, and I played just soccer, and then I did cross country a little bit, which wasn't my favorite. But nice, is running yeah. anybody? So just an athlete, huh? That's <laughs> what it sounds like. Just I did an athlete. a little bit of everything. No so basketball. No. I did basketball. Oh, yeah, okay, through eighth gotcha. Grade. Um, okay. Basketball was actually my favorite. I enjoyed that more than soccer. Um, but then I went on and I played soccer and ran track at Texas Lutheran University, um, which was a really great experience for me. I didn't really think I was going to play in college. I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Where did you graduate TLU? Sorry to cut you uh, off. 2016. Do you know Ricky Sullivan? Yes, I do. Actually. Yeah. Do yeah. you know Jordan Tompkins? I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know yeah. of him. I went like to. I went to uh, high school with them. Well, oh wow. Part of my high school with them. Yeah. TLU, you kind of like really, It's like real small. There. It's super yeah. small. Like. Yeah, you basically, even if you're like, I never talked to that person, I know exactly who they are, like, we probably follow each other on social media, like, that's just, that's the kind of school it is, but it's, it's fun. Um, yeah, it was a good, it was a cool experience for me, because I improved so much in, really, both sports, mm-hmm. um, I got a lot faster, and, um, in track, and then in soccer, um, I really just got better there, too, um, so, I really had a big role on the team, and it was it was fun for me. I enjoyed it a lot. And then after um, college, I actually went on to play semi-pro for the first women's uh, semi-professional soccer team in San Antonio. Nice. Um, San Antonio cool. Athenian. So how was that? It was fun. Um, it was a really cool experience. It was it was fun to play with players from all different kinds of really from all over the world. But even I mean. I'd, couple teammates that were in their 30s and from Canada. Then I had some from like Honduras and um, Mexico and just all different divisions too. We could have collegiate athletes as well. So um, we had division one athletes and it was just really competitive and fun to play with like an entire group of girls that were super competitive. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. Was, you're from Pennsylvania originally? Originally, yeah. How old were you when you moved here? Like four. Four? Oh, so yeah. you don't remember no, I mean, much of it. Because I was going to ask you, was it a culture shock moving here? Then I was going to say, was it a, like a culture shock playing with those 
like people from Honduras and all that, like learning just what they eat, how they speak? and um, A little bit. I mean, there weren't, I wouldn't say they kind of set the culture for the team. There were only like a few of them, but it was really interesting to see um, even other teams we would play. The style of play is just mm-hmm. so different. We played a couple teams from Mexico and they're just much more skilled. Um, and then they're not aggressive until you like really aggressive too yeah. 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 yeah and then they like go at it but super quick we played some amazing teams mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a fun experience it was a challenging experience um it was something i did so i did it that was 2017 and then the club took a year off mm-hmm. and then we picked back up in 2019 and then last year and they actually picked back up again but I've been focusing more this year on just kind of getting really working on speed, actually, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of getting my foot back on the ball because I haven't played in over a year. And it's in super far San Antonio, and I'm like, I'm not doing any more driving. Like, yeah. Towards, like, Kerrville area or it's, past that? It's, like, past UTSA. It's, like, in San Antonio, but it's, like, really far out. So yeah. I'm like, I can't. We had practices. When I played in two years ago, they were closer to where I lived, which is really nice, but we practiced – six days a week and from like six to 10 p.m and it, like there was no off days and then you're doing volunteer work and you're doing mm-hmm. things in the community which is all awesome stuff but it just takes a lot of time so was it more like full-time when you were doing it like did that take up all your time or you, well you know, I mean, other I'm still things? i was still working okay. and having a job too and i'm starting up a collegiate coaching job at the time i actually went back and coached at tlu so. well you i feel like you kind of have to work because i feel like the pay yeah, you're not. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we we actually didn't even get paid because we declared amateur because we had college players. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get paid because of their season, and we had to follow NCAA rules. So at that and point, so, you're just playing for fun. You're just playing for fun. Yeah, you're playing okay. really competitive for fun. So eventually, I think their goal was we're gonna get we're gonna go completely professional and you know be able to pay our players out. But um, it worked out. I mean. I was like, all right, it'd be cool if you got paid, but it probably yeah. is. It's not yeah. always much anyways, so. Yeah. I mean, it's just extra money. It's just extra yeah. money. Exactly. What did you have before? Exactly. exactly. What, I was, mean, what position did you play in soccer? I played, um, so I played center mid all center through mid. college, like mm-hmm. a holding mid, and then last, or I guess 2019, I started playing more forward up top, and I actually really enjoy that now, and I'm playing like just co-ed right now indoor, wow. and I tend to like, go up top and I'm like I used to be that player that would always draw back and help out defensively yeah. and I'm like just selfish I'm like go up top yeah and, just just kind of chill yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 and I, I really enjoy the runs of a forward like I was that type that a real high pressure player so mm-hmm. I would like playing a lot of those diagonal runs mm-hmm. and then like cutting in and receiving the ball and like running onto it there's some players I like to like. I know what you're talking about. It's a foreign language yeah. to me, yeah, so sorry. I was like, no, like you're good. I was like, geez. But there's players. I was here like, running. I'm out. Yeah, like running, just a bunch of running. It's like running routes in a way. Um, but there's some players that sit up top and are really good at receiving the ball and turning mm-hmm. on the defender. And I was more like, all right, let me see the gaps and the holes and, mm-hmm. and then run onto it and have a player, like a good center mid, see me and feed me the ball through. Mm-hmm. But. So that's something kind of different. I, but those are the mostly the two positions that I played. So. See, I'm just barely getting into soccer. Like, I know teams and players and all yeah. that. I know yeah. stuff that you do. I just don't know, like, positions and what they do. Yeah. It's a challenging sport to get into, especially if you've never yeah. played it before. And if yeah. you're watching on TV, I totally get when people are like, oh, it's so boring. It can be. Like, you have to really – 
What's that? It's not boring to me. It's not boring? Mm-hmm. I think because people like high-scoring games and very just, like, lots of action. And there is a lot of action. People don't want to sit and watch it. And I think because it's from such a an aerial point of view. Mm-hmm. Well, I think in America, we're like a microwave yes. society. We want yeah. everything now. Instant. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I mean, that's why we kind of aren't good at soccer, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. And we just have a lot of sports here, too. That, too. Yeah. We do, yeah. Yeah. Well, much more. There's just so much more mm-hmm. access to sports. And, yeah. Um, soccer, it's like, here's a ball in other countries, mm-hmm. and they start playing and for the love of it. Basketball and soccer are probably the two biggest, yeah. or are the two they biggest sports national, in all worldwide, countries. Yeah. yeah. But ours is like basketball. For girls, at least it's probably like basketball, volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... It's fun. I mean, I think watching on TV takes a lot of time, and you kind of have to, like, all right, let me invest in a game. You turn it on, unless it's, like, super exciting or, Mm -hmm. you know, something, the World Cup's going on. People are like, man, I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) I don't watch a ton of soccer on TV. Not because I don't like it. It's just not always on. Not your thing? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I I feel bad saying that because you learn a lot from watching the game, and I do like watching it. It's just... I'm not the type that keeps up with a lot of it. Yeah. I try to watch it. They just play at weird times. Yeah. They, they do. play That's early, like they four and five in the morning. They play, like they play like late really in late in the afternoon. Yeah. 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 Like right. midday. Yeah. Yeah. Like three yeah. o'clock. Like, like midday. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, what, what did you run in track? Uh, what events did you run in? I ran the 400, four by four. Uh, occasionally the 200. My coach put me in the 800 sometimes, which was so you're fast. So you were like fast, but had a little mid distance because of cross country. Yeah. I, to be honest, I did track because I knew it really helped me with um, soccer and mm-hmm. getting shape for that. So that's kind of why I did it. But then I really fell in love with the sport, and I honestly just love track. Like I think it's the greatest sport like ever. It's there's just so much. There's so much pressure on yourself, and you really own up to what you do. You can't hide behind a team. There's so much room for improvement in really any event. And right now, like, I'm working with a coach, and he's helping me a lot just working on speed. And I'm like, hey, I want to work on my speed and just get faster. And if I go back and play soccer again, I want to be able to have that edge. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a bunch of distance stuff in the fall and kind of, like, mid-distance things and he's like you're not doing and I would say I was doing speed and he's like you're not doing speed that's still endurance that's endurance work and I'm like oh okay so he's been like completely switching my mindset and he's actually a, an assistant coach still at TLU which is cool um and I worked with him a little bit and so he's been just giving me workouts and I was doing some running yesterday like he gave me a workout we do like a speed endurance workout and then like a special endurance workout and yesterday was just like a speed day. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done something like that in a while. And I was like, oh my goodness. These times, like, I didn't even run these in college, really. Like, this is when I was, like, at my peak. Yeah. I'm doing that now, which is really awesome. Like, four or five years uh, being out of college. And, you know, it's like, okay, I'm almost 27. And yet, I'm running times faster than when I was 20 and 21. Or I'm getting to that point where I'm like, hey, I wonder what I'd be if I timed, you know? Yeah. And this is just from a start. I'm not even, like, in the blocks Mm -hmm. or anything. So it's just, it's really cool to see how, you know, just working quality, working on acceleration Mm -hmm. and mechanics and Mm -hmm. how that can benefit, you know, an athlete and how you really can get better from that. And for me, it's encouraging, too, as a personal trainer and someone that works with athletes, like, that's, wow, okay, you know, it really does work. It's kind of like a 
not a spe- special formula, but in a way it is. It's like, hey, do this and you're mm-hmm. going to get these results. So. What, what's your favorite, um, what are they called? Compet- uh, well, I guess, comp- what the track event? Well, event. What's your favorite event? event? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh. I would say the 400. 4x4 is fun, has that team aspect, and it's just, it, you never know what could happen. People come from behind. and Best race to watch. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so much fun to watch. Um, so, and, it, and it's one of those things you get so nervous for because you're like, man, I'm not just affecting myself. Like, I got teammates. Yeah. So, but at the same time, like, you finish and you feel like, all right, you're so motivated. <laughs> you're like, let's go. Like, yeah. It's awesome. So, I would say 4x4, I think, is like the best race. Um, 400. Um, I actually also did javelin my senior year, which was really cool. Um, Didn't they like ban that though from some events because it was like dangerous? I don't know. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. It's super. I know. Like most high schools don't have it at all. How's it dangerous? It's a spear. It's a spear. Yeah. No, they still have it in college. It's literally like a lightweight. Well, I know it's a spear, but I was like. I just know, like, I mean, it's different than throwing a discus. But it's like, yeah, but people are, I guess, unproperly trained. I mean, I don't know, anything can happen, maybe. People are out, like, in the, especially at a meet, you know, and if someone's marking where they're, where it's landing, then they aren't paying attention or something. I mean, crazy stuff's happened. So, but they still have it. It's, it's weird. You pick it up and you think it'd be like, evenly waved like throughout but it's, it's like super awkward there's like a weight in the middle of it so it's really light and then you try and throw it you can't nobody can just like go out and throw it it'll flip crazy like to get mm. it to actually it takes a lot of technique but it's super fun it's like really fun field event didn't we albert didn't we do a discus or we shot put in middle school and one of our one at one of our practices one of our coaches actually got hit in the face with the discus oh my goodness. yeah it was crazy oh, man. yeah who threw it Toby, I think. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't see what the difference is, like, why you would ban javelin when yeah. somebody no. can get seriously injured with a discus. It's. I think they ban javelin because, or probably not in, I know they have it in college, it's still in college, but a lot of high schools don't have it because it's so dangerous and kids are stupid and probably I mean, that's you know. It's not in high school. No. no. It's like, let me throw this. They have it, I know they had it in like certain meets because when, for mine, I had like a homeschool state meet and they would have it just at that meet. But, and I threw it in one state one year, but like didn't throw it. It was terrible. Like it's just because of competition. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just had an arm and I could just like throw it. Didn't even, it like flipped and yeah. it didn't even like, I was like, hey, I won. Cool. But, How does, is it where it sticks or just where it lands? It has to stick nose down. So if it doesn't, if it hits like the back part hits first, then it doesn't count. Um, it doesn't have to stick, but it has to, it can slide, but the spear part has to touch the ground first. So. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm just going down the list. Um, okay, cool. So like, I guess like playing sports and things like that. Like, what made you transition into your career field now? Um, was there, like, anything that kind of you were like, oh, oh that's why I want to go do that? Or, like, what made you want to become a, a um, personal trainer? I would say, yeah, for sure, in college, I started weightlifting a lot more my junior year. And nothing super heavy, but it really it really helped me in my soccer, helped me get faster on the track. Um, and seeing that transition personally mm-hmm. – Um, and then I took a strength and conditioning class and that was really the game changer for me. I like fell in love with the whole process of strength and conditioning and what that can do for an athlete. And I just love that environment. Um, so 
my senior year I was looking at jobs and possibilities and I was like man I kind of maybe I want to go into nutrition and sports nutrition and um, become a dietitian and then I actually like was looking for jobs and found a job to where it's actually very similar to what I do now so a personal trainer was hiring on personal trainers to do in-home training and take your equipment to different parks and places wherever the client wants mm-hmm. and train them there okay um and so I was like, all right, let me go interview, went through like a whole interview process, put on a couple workouts and I ended up getting the job, which was really cool to graduate with the job. And I did that for about a year. And then she decided she wanted to go back to just being herself and not having any other trainers. Mm-hmm. So it's a real short notice. And I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? Do I want to keep clients or do I want to go work at a gym? And I never wanted to do that. I've kind of always had like a very entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. And I don't want to fight over like with other personal trainers. Like here's someone walks in the door. Let's all like, yeah, yeah you know, go true. And try and pursue. That's not my style. So I started my own business and that was in 2017, but I definitely had that background of sports kind of influence, um, definitely, and see my own results and saying, mm-hmm. hey, I want to help others do exactly what I've done with myself because mm-hmm. that was kind of like fueling my passion. Gotcha. Is uh, there like a certain age demographic that you prefer working with, like people who are just getting into weightlifting or people who are like more experienced or... I would say, I mean, I enjoy working with athletes a lot. So, and especially like high school, early college, where there's still a lot of room for improvement, a lot of room for development. Yeah. Um, but they aren't like know-it-alls yet, and so <laughs> they really are like motivated themselves because then I can be full energy, you know, with them, and we kind of feed off that energy. Yeah. Um, but I've worked with I've worked with clients like as young as eight years old up to like their 70s so and I've enjoyed it all there's all been something enjoyable throughout that part I enjoy working with young adults and women that are like really motivated to lose weight um I enjoy working with even middle-aged people that are just like hey I'm just trying to lose 10 pounds especially um sometimes more of my male clients are more just consistent and so Mm. I enjoy that and they they show up they put in the work and they don't make excuses so I've had definitely a lot that have too but um there's yeah. there's fun parts to every age i would say though if i had to pick one yeah probably just working with the athletes because it's kind of like it's more fun for me for sure um so yeah i feel like it's more of a uh personal level kind of thing like you just yeah. connect with them better because they're like you, more on your age yeah. exactly yeah. i can connect with them better i can have them do more things too like sometimes i give a simple exercise and I'm like, Oh, they'll be able to do this. And a client's like, what is this? I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So with my athletes, I can incorporate a lot more higher end things, plyometrics mm-hmm. and see the benefits. It's like, Hey, how are you going to test out in your sport? So for me, that's rewarding too. Cause it's like, how are they getting better? And then when they get better, I'm like, yes, it's a, it's kind of like, all right, do you work with every I sport? Do. I work with, yeah, I work with the uh, volleyball players. I've worked with, soccer players i've worked with a like professional basketball player before so i've kind of done it all like a little bit of everything yeah Yeah. what's your um business called your company um faith inspired training fit athletics faith inspired training fit athletics Mm -hmm. gotcha and you're you do what you did with that one lady just kind of mobile and going to people's yeah i'm real mobile i worked um i worked out of a gym for a little bit which i did enjoy because i had more weights obviously more things to choose from Mm -hmm. better access Um, to stuff yeah, yeah more equipment and stuff. Yeah. And 
the concept and what I wanted behind it was everybody's just going to show up and I could just back to back to back. But mm-hmm. so many clients are like, no, we want you to drive to me. So, or they wanted me to drive to yeah. them. So I'm like, okay, so I was paying money for this place and only had so many clients there. And it's like, this isn't worth paying money here, even though it's a facility I can use and it was worth it at the time. But I'm still going all over the place to different clients. Mm-hmm. So, and there's there's a lot more freedom and to be able to do that and just kind of go and you don't have to pay rent at a place. You know, I still lift and go to a gym, but um, most of my clients don't need a gym for what they're wanting to do with their goals. And if there's one that really does, I'm like, what access do you have? You figure it out how I can get in. If you can get me into a gym, I'm there. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've tried the whole, hey, let's just go in and say we're working out together and I'm training you and I've gotten like busted on that. So it's like, <laughs> that doesn't go over well. They're like, Hey, uh, yeah, they don't you're like not that at all. Trainer. Yeah, yeah. They hate it. So it's not, it's not the best. Yeah. Those um, corporate gyms really are sticklers about that. Yeah. They, they yeah. hate they it. Really Even if like, I, like one time I tried to like, I was like working my brother out and they like got mad. Cause like I was working my brother out and like showing him stuff. And it's See, like, and it's like, I don't know why they can do that. Cause there's so many people that do go in together and there's one person that's like, Hey, what if you're like with a coworker and, you're just but, like, I know a lot about fitness. Yeah. I did this, and let me help you out. You don't. The one gym that actually like, was good about that was uh, the 24 in Pflugerville before it changed to, like, Cowboy Fitness. Because mm-hmm. uh, my coworker was going for his master's uh, in kinesiology. Uh-huh. So, like, he knew a, way more than I did. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, we can do this because, like, you want to do strength training. Yeah. And so he would, we'd work out, like, three times a week. So I basically yeah. got, like, a free trainer. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's so, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how how, how did did your business like slow down once Corona hit? Because you said it's, you've had it since 2017. 2017. So it kind of did a little bit of this because I had it in 2017, trained all that year, and then spring of 2018 or no spring of 20. I'm like, what year is it? Spring of 2019. I uh, started doing working part time at TLU with their track. Um, wanted to pick something else up. I also, in the, in the midst of all this, I was the soccer director at St. Mary's Hall, which is a private school in San Antonio. And so in the fall, it was only like fall months, um, October through like January, I was the middle school head coach over there for the girls' uh, team. So that was fun. Got to do all that. Worked with like little kids as well in their soccer program. Um, but I wanted like a little bit of extra. So I started working at TLU and then... In the summer 2019, they offered me a full-time assistant. So they're like, you know, we know you have a business, but you're going to have to put it on the back burner. So I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. I really want to do this. I really want to pursue this. So I did. So I was only training like part-time all of 2019. And then this past, what is it? It's 2020. Yeah, 2021. 2021. So yeah. <laughs> 2020, I... Um, I started, I decided like, it just really wasn't for me. I wanted to go back to doing my business and having that freedom. And I'm like, I am such an entrepreneur and sitting behind a desk. Like it just is not my thing. Not all day. So even when I'm like, I have no work to do and I'm in this cubicle and I have to like recruit, I liked recruiting, but there was too many other things. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave and I want to move to a new town. And so I moved up to Austin. Didn't was my, my idea was told all my old clients, the couple ones I still had, like, hey, I'm moving to Austin, so I'm not really going to be training in San Antonio anymore. Um, didn't have anything here. And then kind of just started from scratch, but I kind of kept them. 
and I was like, hey, are you going to train? And obviously through Corona, it was, there were months where, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. So mm-hmm. I had like one client I was consistent with and I did a couple challenges online, um, provided workouts and people signed up and did something like that. Um, but it was, yeah, there was, there were moments where I was like, I don't know, it's not going to be very, it's going to be hard or people going to want this. And then I moved up here and got connected a little bit with some people and, um, it actually just like took off. I was, it was really super successful. Um, I got a lot more clients back in San Antonio, but I kept my doors open to that because I'm like, well, it's COVID. I need money. I'm just going to say, Hey, I will travel to you and see where it leads. And I was getting clients in like Bernie, San Antonio, Austin, Kyle, a little bit everywhere. So I didn't really close anything down and kept that and would have days where I'd have like 13 clients in a day. And Sheesh. Yeah, Sheesh. It was yeah. long. It was long. Hour, and I'd go like everywhere. Were they hour? They were hour, 45 minutes an hour. Um, I had a couple 30 minute clients, but mostly 45 minutes in an hour. So. So would you, would you work out with them? Like you're doing 13 clients? Like. Um, How does that go for yeah. you? Yeah. I'll be dead. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not like, all right, let's go. This yeah. is like 13 hours of training for me. No, I don't work out with most of my clients. Um, okay, there cool. were a few that I would obviously like demonstrate and yeah. then do some of the exercises with them. And there's one like we'd always go for like a mile around or half a mile around. It's not even like a full mile. And so I'd warm up with her. Um, but other than that, not really, no, I'm standing there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I'm like, exhausted. no, this is you. Like, unless someone requested that, but no. Um, and some were like groups of, it wasn't like individuals. So some were like duos. I had a family of five. So it's still, oh, wow. and that was draining, but <laughs> yeah, gosh, I bet it was like, oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't like I was doing 13 separate sessions a day. But total like 13 clients a day. And it started to get, by the end of the year, like people were just, people are sometimes, you know, a lot and very demanding and acted like, well, can you come five times a week? Can you do this? And like, (laughs) you want to pay for five times a week? And I'd be like all over the place, tell them my schedule. And then they're like, oh, well, and they're like, yeah, I never, I don't even leave the house. I work from home and I do this. And like, oh, I can't do this. And I'm just like. Why are you making it so hard to me? Like, I'm trying to work with you, but be more understanding of me, too. And then I had some clients, my all-time favorite. They were a family, the family of five. Yeah. Um, they would, like, the mom would start watering her plants in the middle of the session and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was like, just like, it's like you can't even designate this time to, like, be yeah. engaged. And they'd show up 15 minutes late, like, uh, when I'm outside that, their house. And so. I feel like that'll, like, put you back, too. Like, if people are late and you got people, like, exactly. in front of you, it's like. I mean, especially 13 clients. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I do not have time for this. Literally, do yeah. not have time for this. Or you're my last, like, client for the day, and now I want to get home. And yeah. You're taking your sweet time, and I always want, like, I'll go extra with my clients. I, if I'm late, I obviously give them that time. Um, sometimes I'm like, okay, start warming up. Like I got someone right after you if I'm going to be late, but I always give them that time. So when they take their sweet time, I want it to be a fulfilling session for them. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, man, you know, have a little bit more respect. And so I had to have those like hard conversations several times. Um, but that's just it's definitely tough when it. you have clients like kind of everywhere. Yeah. Of scattered around. It yeah. Is. And you gotta like plan. Well, you, know, probably. Yeah, you don't want them wasting their money, you know, like well, they're, that too. exactly yeah. they're wasting their money. And that's what I wanted to, that's what I wanted them to understand the most is like, this is your time and you're not going to get out of, 
especially if they have a certain specific goal. And I try and yeah. I start all my clients out with, hey, what are let's set three specific goals. Uh-huh. Not like I want to just lose weight or I want to get fit. Like, how do you want to get fit? What do you want to be able to do? Um, how many pounds do you want to lose? Like, what are we shooting for? So if they have these goals and then they're like, oh, I show up late and then I cancel and I don't understand when I cancel 30 minutes beforehand that I lose the session, it's like, yeah, like, hello, I'm driving an hour to you. And then, oh, I forgot <laughs> to tell you I have this or I'm not home. And it's like, man. But that's every personal trainer that does what I do deals with that. Um, it's nice to have friends and people that understand that and kind of have that support base of like, man, this is tough. Mm-hmm. But you can got, kind of vent to them. Exactly. Like, yeah. and they understand it. And yeah. they're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And you're like, yes. Do you ever uh, offer like a free session like to get them to join, like work out with you? Because I know like a lot of trainers will be like, here's a free session, see how you like it, and then kind of go from there. So do you do that? Uh, I do. Um, I start with an initial assessment. Mm-hmm. And so that's a free session. It's where we, I kind of first start off the conversation like, are they genuinely interested in my product and what I provide? Or is this just like, hey, I'm shopping? Yeah. So. Normally, if we get to the initial assessment, it's most likely we're going to train. But I still want it to be, hey, I want this to be a good fit for both of us. So let me take you through and see where you're at. So I'll do like a push-up test, upper body core, lower body, really a bunch of different things. And then we set, that's when we set our goals and we'll do like measurements Mm -hmm. and all that's free. So if they decide, hey, this is really not for me, then no hard feelings. Like, that's fine. I get that. Tell me up front. Yeah. Um, don't commit to it and then be like oh man I just don't want to work out so and there's a lot of people that do that um, but yeah I, I don't really there's a lot of people that do that but I haven't really had that problem yet but I've heard from other people so yeah. I try and if they commit to it even if it's one month of sessions uh, I want them to be committed to it and not be like hey I'm trying to sell you on this and you just said yes because you felt pressure and they have to buy like the sessions in bulk right like there's not like uh, yeah because yeah, I figured so like you're guaranteed at least make your money Right. Basically. I so yeah. the way I do it is they pay up front. I uh-huh. was doing monthly um, in the fall, but that was hey, I'm giving you three sessions a week, and there was so much pressure. I was traveling yeah. a lot, and come back and be working on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, and it's like I got out of balance too. Because I feel I, like they could schedule like it at any time. Like say maybe they book I don't know like eight sessions or something like that, but it's like they can't consistently get like one week they can only do it like maybe once and then there's like one week they can go like four times right so it's right. like i feel like it's, it's they like hard. fill it all up like it was a lot of pressure on those. both the client and uh-huh. me to be yeah. Like, yeah we got to get all these sessions in yeah and then they felt like oh man i'm losing money because i'm out of town and yeah so it's nice because it was like hey standard i'm gonna get paid which is hard to even get paid but on the same day of yeah. every month and trying yeah. to tell them nope you do owe me money um, so yeah. now I do it, I do it in packs. So it's yeah. like, hey, you want to buy an eight pack, a 10 mm-hmm. pack, 12 yep. money per session decreases the bigger the pack you buy. Um, so that's, that's working now. Cause it's like, Hey, I'm going out of town next week. I can only get two sessions in or one session in. You're not losing any. I'm not losing any besides time. And you know, it's not going to yeah. renew quicker, but that's on me. And that's, you know, something I'm willing to take because I'm going on vacation and same mm-hmm. with them. The only way is it hurts in reverse. If they're like, hey, I'm out of town for work. Or I'm going on vacation. And I'm like, well, shoot. Now that's like a week added to when I was going to get paid. But that's something that I'm okay with right now. And so that's something I constantly reevaluate is, mm-hmm. hey, do I want to keep with this kind of program or do I want to switch it up? So, How long do you plan on being like mobile? Do you ever plan on getting your own gym or do you want to be? 
Um, I, there's a lot, like I said earlier, there's a lot of freedom with having your, being mobile. Um, having your own gym sounds like a sweet deal. It looks cool. Um, but there's just a lot of money loss that goes into it because there's so much you have to pay for. So I think if it got to the point where I was, you know, maybe doing a lot of online work and had just a recurring incredible income and had like 25, 30 people a day that were like, I want your services and I could do like group classes and provide that. And it was a gym that I would use and it'd have multi-purpose to it, then maybe be worth it. Um, but for now there's just so much freedom. Like if I move or if anything goes on, I'm not stuck with, Hey, well I'm contracting and using this space over here and I have this lease and, you know, and then, you know, business is really slow right now and it's not paying off. So I originally had that vision of, Hey, I want to open up a place and this is how I want it. And I think eventually like a small studio would be really cool, but there's actually just a lot more business savvy things you can do with being mobile. Um, and making money and not getting locked in and just there's just a bunch of different ways you can do that so and then going online or doing something like that not having mm-hmm. hey I'm having to pay this rent on top of the other things I'm doing so I was gonna ask do you do like um, like instead of actually going to meet the client if they ask for just like meal plans or workout plans yeah, do you do that right. as well mm-hmm. or yep I actually have a couple um, a girl I was talking to earlier she's renewing she's like hey I'd like to buy another meal plan for April so I'm really enjoying this one. Yeah, I do written meal plans and written workout plans. And so I usually do it monthly. So I'll give them like a month of workouts and a month of meal plans and say, hey, I'm accessible. Any questions, ask me. Um, And if I even have done online training, um, so FaceTime training, it works well if the client wants to do it. And it's like, hey, you know, I don't have that kind of money for you to come or I mean, I've trained someone who's like in Chicago and I knew her from college. And so she's like, hey, I just want some guidance. And she would go to her apartment gym and prop me up on That's FaceTime. Cool. And I That's trained her cool. for like several months and it worked out great for her. Um, so yeah, I can see that being the hard part as finding someone that's motivated to, to actually follow that. it. Yeah. 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 That's that's mm-hmm. me personally. I need to like I would need somebody there. I just to I show know, up. That's just yeah. Me. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot of people like it's very rare that people are like, hey, this is this is fine. Like I'm ready to go. I, I want somebody to tell me the workouts, but you know, it can be online and that's good enough for me. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, this is a pricey, it's a pricey thing. It's an investment. And so I want it to be, even if it is online, I'm like, all right, I want it to be worth your time, but you need to understand, like you can easily be like, Hey, I can cancel. And I don't have to say that face to face or, Absolutely. you know, so they have to be just as motivated and, and it works when it, when they're apply themselves. Yeah, that's cool. Is your like turnover rate um, high or low? Like, do you lose a lot of people? Or there's there's kind of brackets that uh-huh. I like to fill people in, and you kind of get that vibe off when you just initially meet somebody, yeah. um, and get to know them, get to know what their career's like. Um, are they single? Are they married? Mm-hmm. You know, do they have a family? All those things play into are they going to be a client that's long term or short term? Um, I've had clients buy one package and halfway through like they love the sessions and then they're just kind of everywhere and they have a lot of money and they just ghost me i've been ghosted by people that have showed up at their house and they're like oh i'm in the virgin islands i'll be back next week <laughs> oh, and, just, and i'm like you didn't tell me that like what yeah, yeah it's crazy stuff but then i've had clients that i've had since the beginning like since i started even with that other um my other friend who was trainer so it's 
it's kind of you kind of know and you see people that through through a pandemic through all this stuff and they really want to stick with it and when they've just simply applied themselves and showed up and done the workouts and on their off days and when they're especially if they're like trying to lose weight i'm like hey here's a meal plan here's this like wow it works I'm like yeah when you listen it works like that's why i try to tell everyone like it's not not like it's magic but it, it takes a lot of you it's a bunch of you not just it's not just me mm-hmm. and so you know that transformation when they start to see that it feeds them and they're like yeah now like yeah i could totally do the workouts on my own but like yeah. you coming up and showing up is part of the process that i enjoy and that's what motivates me and that's what i want to keep going so i like clients like that because it's like hey i want it to always be something that i'm fulfilling not just like okay i'm just like paying you out like oh i'm you know i'm being nice and let me let me pay you and like yeah you're helping me work out but i want it to be hey we're both providing each other like you're providing me with income i'm providing you with a service that you actually use and need and benefits you even two three four years down the line yeah like a health thing like investing yourself yeah it's an investment and and that's how i see the clients that i've had for a long time see it that way but i've had turnover yeah oh my god this is gonna be like a a one package and done and it's fine because it's like it's money for the month so yeah you know that's how you have to look at it any client that comes in even if they're not a great client like it's a client so and there's clients I've turned down and clients I've been like no this isn't gonna work but you kind of just you see if it's a good fit and then if it's not even if it's a short-term thing and I understand they're short-term like hey I'm just trying to lose weight for this or I'm going here for the summer yeah for the summer exactly and so I get that and people or feel bad almost saying that and so they want to act like they're long term and they think it's better to just Why? not respond yeah. to literally just not respond to me and I'm like like I had someone I was training virtually and she was getting ready for a wedding and then one week like we kind of got off on a week and I was like okay let's pick back up and I was like you're ready you're up for renewal and she's like okay what time tomorrow and she's like actually can we cancel tomorrow and then boom never heard from her again and I'm like yeah hey bad. checking back in yeah it's that's super frustrating. So Sorry. frustrating. Yeah. So frustrating. I'm like, I got up at 4 a.m. every day for you for like two months and to train you online, not even in person. So getting up, at, I mean, it, which was like better and worse than you think about it. Like, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. to train you, but you're just there on a camera and I just tell you. And sometimes her Wi-Fi wasn't working. So she'd be like, my Wi-Fi's not working. So I called her and would tell her the workout. <laughs> oh, my And gosh. sit on the phone and be like, all right, for an hour. So, yeah, that's but that's kind of part of it. Like, that's the nature of it. Um, so I... It's funny. So me and um, the the woman that I originally started training under, mm-hmm. she and she started this business last year. She reached out to me. and was like, "Hey, I'm wanting to start this business where it's we train personal trainers mm-hmm. to really be educated and to know what they're doing. Create this master program that they can go through mm-hmm. that's going to equip them for the real world, whether they're coming out of high school or coming out of college." Um, so she recruited me and this other girl. And so now it's three of us who have started this side business. So I've been doing that on the side, but it's really cool, cool to see kind of collaborate and see the different issues that we've had and work out the kinks and say, Hey, this is what we need. You know, this is what needs to be in this program. This is what we need personal trainers to see and kind of go from there. That's really um, cool. Cause I feel like personal training is kind of oversaturated. And it's a lot of people that don't actually know what they're doing. Like, yeah. um, yeah, when I first started lifting weights, the guy was like, my first I think five sessions was all technique on weightlifting and mm-hmm. he was like this is the most important part and yeah. like I feel like that set up the strong foundation and most people yeah. are just like oh you want to get strength like go heavy but like no that's not how it is like you can't just yeah. do yeah. that yeah <laughs> and I feel like people don't yeah. know that so like the fact that you do that actually like helping personal trainers to actually help people is like super important 
Well, and it's it's a tough field because you come out of college or even high school or whatever, you look to apply, and it's like, hey, two years of experience. Do you have this? And it's like, where have I, especially being an athlete, you're like, I was, you know, I didn't have time to get a job on this side. I didn't have time to get an internship. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was training all the time. I was in season. I was in season both seasons. So, yeah. You come out and you're like, man, how am I going to find someone? So it was really cool finding her and her pulling me on and saying, hey, you know, you're a college athlete. I like that. I'm going to train you in my way. And then, you know, you can get certified and do these other things and we'll do the in-home training. And so now coming off that idea moving forward to take these personal trainers that might have now that they have the degree. Um, maybe they're just really into fitness and they're like, I want to do this. And it's like, all right, well, let me teach you. There's a business side of it, how to establish, how to create your LLC how to do this, you know, working with clients, what kind of client avatar do you want to create, who do you want to target, um, just all the little things that we wish we knew when we came out as Absolutely. brand new little, you know, puppy dogs, like, all right, I'm ready to go, <laughs> yeah. and not really being ready to go and having to go through these things, and still going through these things. I mean, I've learned even creating this program, hey, wow, like, this is something I really should apply in my life, Yeah. Um, you know, keeping, keeping a sound business and just what that looks like. So, it's a it's a cool thing. Is that like a program they could buy? Do you have to like seminars for that? Or um, yeah, so it's a program. So we're doing we're kind of doing it a lot of different ways. Um, first thing is it's a program you can buy. And we started out and we keep twisting and changing things, and we're trying to recruit people to where we train them, we mentor them, and it's a very personal experience because we want them to be. We're gonna make it very elite where they kind of interview and we say, hey, you're a qualified candidate. Not just throwing people through our program and then they're out in the world and they're saying, hey, the fit business trained us. And it's like, well, you're not very good, you know, just because they go through the program. So we're gonna like really test them out to say, here's someone that went through the program, they're really good, now we're setting them up with clients, we're setting them up with brands, we're setting them up with these different things. That's really cool. And so now they're a mentor and they will have an opportunity to be a mentor with our fit business to where they can take on people and train them now through the program. Or they can go out and do their own thing and still be affiliated with us in a certain way. Um, so we're looking at like even social media influencers that maybe were athletes and kind of developing them or we're kind of looking at different ways going to colleges we actually have a couple meetings with a few universities in san antonio to set up a program with their kinesiology department um to implement this program as something that would be like an internship and something that they could go through for sure that'd be cool so. that'd be cool that'd be cool uh -huh. for yeah. sure yeah what are your like challenges with like you staying in shape because like if you're doing these long days and yeah. stuff like I've, I've, and you're like working out or like showing people how to work out all the time then like how do you find that motivation to work out for yourself or when do you even find time to like work out for yourself i would say it's i mean it's kind of like that part of it you stay motivated because you not like you have to look a certain way mm -hmm. but it helps motivate you to be like hey i want my clients to see that this works what i tell them to do i'm not just like hey i'm sitting back here eating this doing this not ever working out and tell you what to do like you yeah, know true. why are you gonna no, want to yeah. listen to somebody <laughs> like that so and it's not even like body type like i i know personal trainers that are more heavier yet they still are putting in the work and doing that so they're mm -hmm. still they're still a good example to their clients mm -hmm. um so part of it's that part of it's i'm just very mo self-motivated mm -hmm. and so i if i don't work out in a day I'm just not a happy person. Not every day. I'm not one of those people that's like seven days a week, but like four to five days a week, I'm like, this is the type of workouts I want to get in. Um, strength training and running is real helpful for me too. So 
it's tough. Some days it's tough. Right now my schedule's good. I have time during the day or in between clients. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm somewhere in San Antonio or Austin and I'm like, okay, I have 45 minutes to kill. Like I have to go work out now. And I'll be there and I'm like, gosh, I hate this. But then afterwards I'm like, thank God I got that workout in. Mm -hmm. So I look at my days and I'm like, when do I have gaps? When can I fit this in? Um, and some days I'm like, I don't have any time. That's fine. That'll be an off day. So it, yeah, and then like in the fall it was tough, but I would get up. That's where I was doing a lot of runs just at my house. Get up, run, come back. Mm -hmm. And my days weren't starting super early, so it started like 10 or 11. Um, so then I'd go to like 8 p.m. be home at like 9. Um, so yeah, and there were times where I was like, all right, I'm going to the gym. It's 8 o'clock and I hate doing that. I'm not one of those like late night gym people. Yeah, no, so, same. Yeah, I can't. I'm like, oh, gosh, no. <laughs> so those were tougher days, but I'd try and get in as much as I could because it just – it like kept me sane as well. <laughs> Keeps me sane. Definitely just like so. a mental break, like away from everything too. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like, all right, I, it, dealing with tough clients. I'm like, I need to go work out like now. <laughs> <laughs> the the like, family of five. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that family of five there. Yeah. Do you have like a preference on like shoes or like clothing brands? Cause like I, I see so many things out there, like Lululemon, like Athlete, like Fabletics. I don't know. There's yeah. probably so many brands. Like I don't know. Like Kevin Hart like, has one now. Which I, that's, really? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's bizarre. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Or like Gymshark. <laughs> like Gymshark too. Like yeah. So them them. I so. I like Gymshark a lot because um, they're affordable and I think yeah. their stuff's just like it, it's it's good quality yeah. for the price. Um, love Lulu, but I think Lulu is just really overpriced. But I love it. It's just you know, you get a personal training discount, which I guess is cool, but. <laughs> I'll go to like the outlet but it's like 20% I'm like oh great it's 180 now it's like 110 that's cool that's awesome like whatever um but I actually am an ambassador for free spirit outlet here in Austin and okay, cool. they're really cool Super dope. yeah they keep you really connected um I get a really good discount with them and their quality of clothing is just really good so I've been really liking their stuff um I'm not a huge like leggings person I actually prefer like shorts or something else but um so i'm kind of like not the best person to go to and be like oh what kind of leggings are they squat proof are they this proof are they that and i would say some of my favorites are like gymshark um and yeah i know there's like fabletics there's like all those other yeah ones i see too. i see them like all all the time i, have a I don't bit know of everything like i mean what? nike i have a couple of nikes like they're really like Under Armour, like Under Armour too. Yeah. I'm not like a one brand. Like some people are like, they only wear like top to bottom yeah. Reebok or something. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I have this, this, and this, but I'm more of like color coordination for the most part. Yeah. yeah. You got to have your gym outfit. Good gym yeah. outfits. They do? Yeah. yeah. I, need, I need to get some Lululemon fire. underwear. They're expensive, but, but fire. Yeah. It's like um, 40 bucks for a pair. Uh, I know uh, this person, I don't know if you know who Bradley Martin is. Do you know who that is? Martin. I don't think He's so. like a really like muscular kind of bodybuilding type guy he lives okay. in LA but he has a brand called Raw Gear and he's about to like come out with uh, women's clothing too because it's oh, mainly cool. like men's clothing and like workout equipment so yeah. I wanted I'm like curious if that's going to be good for like the yeah. women's because like his men's clothing is really good so it yeah, might be something be cool. you want to check out when I know, it comes for out sure. I love checking out new companies mm -hmm. too and just trying like through so with the fit business we were looking at finding brands to mm -hmm. sponsor us we got a couple different ones for a little bit um, and some other stuff, I'm like, oh, I would have never, like, ordered this, but I actually really like this. Um, different kinds of, like, sports bras and shirts and things and just, like, material. Like, some people push, 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 and it's really expensive, and then you get it, and you're like, I can get something like this off, of, like, Amazon. It's just as good quality. So, yeah. you know, it, it, but it's fun. I'm always willing to try different things and 
you get those like let's collab let's collab all the time oh like, like the, the, the dms the spam yeah. dms yeah <laughs> like a real company or i'm like what is this or yeah i don't want you really is, is that company stuff. uh local the the one you're an ambassador for yeah, yeah. Okay. um it's in austin okay cool yeah. and they're really cool because they've been building a lot and they have some bigger names on um but also a lot of like just smaller people and they're really connect they connect really well um like i've done several photo shoots with them and they always have like they always we have like a group chat and so it's not like annoying like hi there's 400 messages but anything mm. something new is going to release or like hey here's this and you can make like if people use your code like you can make money off it too which is cool. yeah that's so. that's that's the best thing yeah yeah i was gonna ask who are like some of your biggest inspirations because i know like guys have like like for example matthew frazier uh-huh. like crossfit athlete's an animal yeah and, oh like, yeah like yeah beast. so i mean like who are some of your inspirations biggest inspirations I know I'm like the worst on that because I there are certain people I follow and people I'm like oh they're really fit in this um as far as like athletes or professional athletes go um Alex Morgan I mean there's some there's a lot of women on the U.S. Yeah. Uh, women national team like soccer nice. team that I'm like yeah they're they're really cool and I like to see what they do you know off the field too and how they manage I mean so many of them had kids and they come back like yeah. a year later and crazy. they're like looking like incredible. they don't have kids yeah, yeah. crazy <laughs> crazy Dang. yeah they're like insane so a lot like that there's a lot of just like fitness people and a uh, big one is taylor dilk that i follow i really like i like following her because she i mean she posts workouts and stuff but she started a clothing brand um which is called balance athletica and it's in colorado and they like she just keeps like growing and growing but she's like such a hard worker so she's mm-hmm. really inspirational for me because i'm like i like watching what she does um in her company and like really quality clothes and she keeps like improving 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 her quality of clothes too which is it's kind of a cool thing to see would you ever this is going back to what you said about the kids thing mm-hmm. would you ever work out while you're pregnant because there's this mma yeah. fighter um uh, i can't remember his name right now uh-huh. um mighty mouse forgot his name um yeah, Demetrius Johnson. He his wife was like seven, eight, nine months pregnant, and his full workout. Still, yeah. yeah, lifting weights and everything. I was like, I see oh. that. I know. I see like people crossfitting, and I'm like, I don't know if I do that. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, there's this crossfit. <laughs> They're like from doing snatch and stuff. Her oh, that's like insane. She's a badass, bro. She had like a six pack over her pregnant belly. Like it was insane. Wow. What? <laughs> oh my god! Follow her on Instagram. That's scary. She's an animal, that's dude. That's intense. Yeah, I like she was. Hardcore, bro. And now yeah. she looks like she's ready to compete again. And it's like, how? I know. So those work, type of women set the bar high. I'm you like, would work what? out while you're pregnant? Oh, yeah. I Yeah, no. All my friends joke. They're like, you're going to be that woman that's like running when you're like about to pop. I'm like, probably. But, yeah, no. I mean, I think I'm <laughs> going to try for as long as I can. I think yeah. that's crazy. Because yeah. a I lot mean, of people are like, oh, my God, my feet hurt, my back hurts, and all this and that. I and know. Well, there's this one lady, I think it was like going viral for a minute, but she wanted to see how fast she could run a mile um, pregnant. And she was like nine months pregnant. I'm talking like big belly. And she ran like a 530 something. And I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Dang, like, what? I'm like, I don't have to run that now. <laughs> they say like women's actually their endurance gets better after. So they're able to do long distance mm-hmm. running uh, after they have kids. But I'm like, not when you're nine months pregnant. Oh, wow. It's insane. Does that I'm affect the baby at all when you work out or anything? Apparently not. No? Apparently not. I've worked with, like, postpartum. And actually, I've worked with a couple people, like, right up until, like, the week before uh, they had a baby. And obviously, you, you stay away from certain things. And a lot of it's just knowing your own body. I feel, I mean, I've never been pregnant. But that's what everybody says. And 
Um, I think that's why it's kind of like if you think you can do it, you can do it, and just checking with their doctor, and then a lot of doctors are like, no, it's fine, like, it's cool. So uh, we'll take a moment to introduce you to our sponsors. <clears throat> are you into like pre-workout or BCAAs, or like what's your take on that? Because some people don't like don't like it, and like I'm, I, I, I like them. I love yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> I get questions yeah, on this all the time. Like some people are like, what do you take? Do you you know, do you do this? Do you do this? Um, I don't only because I probably totally would like, I'm not against pre-workout. Like sometimes I'll take it occasionally. I'll have samples and I'm like, all right, let me try this. And some I'm like, oh, I really like it. Others just make me sweat really bad. And I feel like it's just super paranoid. I'm like, what was this? And I'm like, oh, that was a fat burner. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and BCAs are great. Like I just don't invest in them really. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm strictly like just super simple, like protein powder. And then I drink coffee. So I'll have coffee in the beginning of the day, and that just kind of takes me on. Sometimes I'll take, like, a – or I'll go to, like, Bucky's or a convenience store and be like, oh, let me try this, like, Celsius or something. Yeah, I like um, the Celsius. Yeah. So – but, I, yeah, it's totally cool. I think because when I first got out of college, I started taking, like, this fat-burning pill – and a couple like BCAs and all this. It was like one up nutrition stuff. But mm. the fat burning pill like made me like my heart rate was like skyrocketed all the time mm. and all this different stuff. And I just was like, I ah, like had this really like bad experience Dude, with it. Some of those are crazy. They're crazy, yeah. I know. And so I think after that I was just like, No, I'm not gonna take any and I know it wasn't the BCAs and I still actually have some last year a company reached out and was like, Try this stuff and so occasionally I'll get stuff in the mail. Like I like collagen. Um, like peptides, um, yeah. but like once I run out, I'm just real lazy. Like the only thing I'm not lazy with about like regetting is protein powder. I have like my set protein powder, and that's. Oh, uh, what? Who do you use for your protein powder? Um, PE Science. Okay. Yeah, they. I just think it tastes the best, and it mixes well with like you can mix it in anything, and mm -hmm. um, baking wise, and uh, like I put it in oatmeal, and it it mixes well. So yeah. I'm more of a like I like to try to I used to take protein but like since I like stopped playing football I'm more of a like I try to eat it like I try to yeah. eat all my protein that's, which is like hard that's hard but yeah, yeah. that's most people though because they're yeah. like I'd much rather eat my calories than drink yeah. them you know so like, like it's just more enjoyable I'm always eating yeah. like protein stuff like meat all the time like spinach I agree with that natural. I definitely agree with that because that's why even with my protein powder like I never make just like a standard smoothie I'll like I put it in something else so I'll make like <laughs> cookie things in the morning with them and mix different things cool. so something more like that's hearty instead mm -hmm. of and i'll put like two scoops so i'm like 50 grams of protein in these little like cookies Damn. <laughs> so yeah yeah i'm like all right well there's 50 grams of protein in for the day and then later in the day i'll have like my pro other protein sources but nice yeah. yeah do you go to sleep like pretty early because like sleep i feel like I don't know. Some people are like kind of wired differently because there's been times where like I can't sleep at night. I'll wake up at like three or four in the morning yes. and I'll just stay up. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the gym and like oh, wow. I'll go like work out or something. So like I didn't know if you yeah. were like a big like I need eight hours. I'm you... so not. I'm like three hours for good. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that extreme right now, but I've definitely like especially. Oh my goodness. When I was playing soccer and we would get out of practice at 10, I had a client consistently at like five, five thirty in the morning. So I would get home, I'd be eating dinner at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Oh like, God. all right, I'm going to take my nap and like my two and a half hour nap, three hours. But I was draining. I mean, everyone would laugh because we'd have pre like soccer meetings. The first hour was just like meetings. And so I'd be like, always the one knocked out, like always falling asleep. Mm -hmm. The minute I'd sit down and finally be like, all right, I'm chill. I would get so tired. But then at night I'm like, 
wired yeah, yeah i hate it i, hate I can't it. go to bed like early even if i probably could if i forced myself to get in bed but i never do i like my wind down time so if i get home late and now it's just really nice because i don't have any really early morning clients it's been the weirdest thing but even since like last summer i haven't had anyone earlier than like occasionally i'll have like an eight or a seven so besides that one online one i had for a little bit but which is weird because I'm actually a, I'm a morning person, but I also like to stay up late, so it's very contradictory. For yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I know it's how that tough, is. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have like any off days, or because I know like being like an entrepreneur mindset, you just always gotta like be willing to work every day. So like, how do you like coordinate your off days? I guess. Yeah, um, I try not to box it in too much, but I think it's really important to have rest days, uh-huh. as in rest from everything. And sometimes I tell myself I need to be better about that. Right now, because my schedule's not crazy full with clients all day, mm. um, I don't really have, like, a set, all right, I'm doing nothing. But, like, so on Sundays, normally I'd be like, all right, I don't train on Sundays, and I'll tell clients that. But occasionally I will. Um, mm-hmm. I have a client in my neighborhood or where my mom lives. So if I'm at my mom's house, she's literally, like, a minute away. So I'm like, yeah, I can train you on a Sunday afternoon. Um, so it just kind of depends. But as far as, like, even business stuff, like, I try not to – Sometimes I'm like, I'm not posting. I'm not going to do this. I kind of just go off like what I feel if I'm super stressed out or Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do this or I need a day off. Like if my body's hurting or aching, I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not the type that's like, I have to get my workout in. Like, no, I'm going to rest. So how do people find you? Um, Instagram's a big one and I have a website too. Um, but I get a lot of inquiries and things on Instagram. Um, and then word of mouth. Those are my three cool. go-to ways. Yeah, word of mouth. What word are some of your hobbies you like to do when you are like decompressing and like not doing fitness stuff? Um, just sit on the couch and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's part of it. But uh, uh, my fiance is in music, so and that was something I'm always like going to like concerts and things. Obviously, it's been hard this past yeah. year yeah. with COVID, but. Um, there's been more things opening up. So now I'm just like, Oh, he's got a show here. He's got a show there. So on the weekends I will go with him or go with the band and, um, try to do that thing or go by myself. I'm like, I'm not going to get there at five o'clock since you play at 10 PM. So, um, but it's something to do and it's fun and he plays at cool venues and places. So that's always kind of been like, that's a hobby of mine. I like, I like music and that kind of environment. So yeah. Super cool. cool. Yep. Um, this one, I hate cardio, but, um, what do you think is more important cardio or weights? Or do you think there's got to be like a perfect balance? Cause like, I'm one of the people, like I hardly do cardio. Yeah. So like, I don't know, like how I you feel about that. I would say, um, I'm definitely about balance. I think it depends on your goals and uh-huh. I think throwing in cardio every once in a while, or even if you're doing it once or twice a week, something is good just for just heart health. Yeah. Um, and just, but if you're active and you're on your feet all day, if you're just, you're doing something like what you're, depending on what your job is too, I think that can be enough or, um, yeah. If you're like, Hey, I like to swim. I like to, yeah, you know, like maybe other... paddleboard or do other things that are kind of get your heart rate up uh-huh. or I walk a lot or, you know, whatever it is, I think that can be enough. You don't have to get the cardio in. Um, depends on mindset. Some people are like cardio bunnies and I'm like, I can't change my body. I can't do this. Well, you need to lift weights. Like that's my thing. Like lift weights. Um, I, I'm just one of those people like I have to have both. So if I'm just doing cardio all the time, then I'm like, I got to get in the weight room. Like it's kind of essential just for my 
happiness and everything. I'm like, all right, no. But I can't if I'm just doing weights. I would say I more get that itch to, like, I have to have some kind of endorphin release of, like, some sort of running. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it's probably a little bit more important. But I lift, like, three to four times a week. And I could lift more, but I'm one of those people, like, if I'm really sore, I'm not going to just lift again. No. When I used to lift with Howard, he would make me do cardio. I hated it. Really? Yeah, I can't. We yeah. either did bike, swimming, or basketball. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But like that. Either way, yeah. I I hated it. That's variety, though. Except I think. for basketball. Yeah. Basketball. 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 Two hours in there. Exactly, and that's what I love about like playing sports and things. And yeah. now I'm playing co-ed again. Like on Fridays, I'm like, yes, I don't have to like go work out. It's just like that's my thing. That's I your cardio. Yeah. yeah, it's my cardio. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm like such a nerd. I'm like, all right, let me track my like heart rate right now. I'll start the workout and I'll check it. I can keep this on during games. So I'll like check it and be like, oh, okay, my heart rate's here. And even comparing like the first week to the second week, mm-hmm. it like dropped by 20 beats a minute. I was like, good, okay, I'm getting better. I'd see like your track workouts or like you'll post like your track workouts and you'll do like, like 10 one tens. I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> I do not miss doing that at all. So yeah. that's crazy that you still do that. Like, do you sprint yeah. the one ten or do you walk the other or jog the other 10? Um, I'll normally do like that workout was like a one ten, and then I would like jog back and then a one ten. That's more like an endurance <laughs> thing. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's been tough for me to adjust and what my coach mm-hmm. is like, no, like this is all you're doing. I know you, he's like, don't do more. Like you're just going to do this today. And I'm like, okay. And it's made a difference in like my performance to get quicker. Mm-hmm. So I like doing that stuff because in the back of my head, I'm like, I want to be in shape. That's always my strength is getting on the field and being fitter than other people. So even if I'm like, I haven't played in a while, well, at least I'm fit. So, yeah. and then sure. it's like, hey, if I have certain physical goals, like I know running and doing this kind of training helps keep that. And I love food. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, this kind of helps keep my balance. <laughs> yeah. my metabolism up as well yeah. and just overall like just feels good like i like being on the track it's just my favorite spot so. there used to be a football player that would run the 120 mm-hmm. and then walk the 53 and then run the 120 walk the 53 like he'll do that like 10 times that's insane oh. yeah i i could not do like cheap meal because i'm pretty sure you're on like a pretty like decent meal plan well it's funny i like said i was going to start a decent meal plan today but <laughs> i'm like mm-hmm. Um, next time. Yeah, I'm like next time. <laughs> I don't really like, I don't even like to get into the whole thing of like cheat meals um, because I think it's just really easy to become obsessive. But if you really have like a goal in mind, like by next month, I'm trying to lose this, you know, I would say like some of my favorite things, like I love a good steak, but that's not even a cheat meal. They're like, honestly, that's a good meal. Yeah, so, and that's what I love about it. Like you can go out and have a steak and it's like, that's not a bad meal to have with like a side of asparagus and like now if you're having the mashed potatoes that oh, are yeah. loaded. Yeah, like or like you know? mac and cheese. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like all that stuff. That's like, ooh, that's the good stuff. Dude, steak um, and broccoli is goaded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. Um, Mexican food's always like, mm-hmm. you know, the that's best. probably like my yes. go-to. So like good. Mexican so food and a good margarita. Like that's probably <laughs> yeah, my so classified good. cheat meal. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you? Uh, do you know who Chad Johnson is, or Chad Ochocinco? Yes. yes. Have you heard his takes on like his uh, diets? No. What does he say? He said like, well, <laughs> he like he basically he has he, like so he has a podcast called I Am Athlete with it's him Brandon Marshall Fred Taylor and this other guy that played in the NFL. But okay. basically, there they had an episode on where Cam Newton was on the episode, oh, okay. and Cam Newton was talking about he wanted to go vegan or he is vegan, but he wants to lose twenty pounds. He's like weighing like two sixty. He wants to be like. Two, no, he's 250. He must be like 225 for next season. Mm-hmm. And 
they were just saying like what do you eat and stuff because they have like a chef on the podcast like it brings in food and stuff oh, wow. and like they all like get specific meals and like they're all getting like all these healthy meals and then ocho will get like like a burger and fries or something like that's what the chef will make them yeah and then basically he had a take like him and brandon marshall got an argument he was like um they were saying like he's athletic because of his uh jeans and stuff and uh-huh. then he was like no it's just because like i work out a lot and stuff and he was just like and they were like no it's jeans and then he was like all the people that are doctors and stuff telling you to eat this eat this he was like what do they look like and then he's like what do we look like and then he and then he was like you can eat whatever you want as long as you just work out a lot and he was like because he eats mcdonald's like religiously like Bruh. like every, every single, single day, day. <laughs> literally like, every, every single, single day, day. and um he basically says like science isn't real like so it's like this this thing on wow. twitter it's like it's like Ocho versus science. It's huh. like going around on yeah. Twitter. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just like calories in, calories yeah. out. And so, yeah, if you're expending and your resting metabolic rate is really high, uh-huh. so doing those kind of workouts, high-intensity things mm-hmm. are going to help you. But if you're looking at leaning out, like my thing I just focus on is lower fat. So everything else, like I eat a good amount of carbs um, and depending on the day. But if I'm like, oh, I want to lean out, then I lower my fat intake. And that's how a few years ago... I kind of, and that's how I meal plan. I'll look at whoever my client is, and I'm like, all right, you're trying to lose weight. Okay, let's lower your fat intake. Um, or what is it right now? And I have some clients, I'm like, well, well, you're having like 100 grams of fat a day, and if you really want to get to this weight and look a certain way, then let's try knocking it back down to like 50 to start with. Um, and that's what I personally experienced. Yeah. You know, I went through, I like, after college, I gained like 15 pounds, and I'm like, hey, being a personal trainer and you know, I'm supposed to be able to help my clients get fit. And I'm like struggling myself. I'm working out like crazy. And I'm like, I understand. I'm not able to lose weight. And then I look at drown. I would like drown my stuff in olive oil. I was like eating like five cinnamon rolls. And but then I would like not eat, but I was working out like crazy. So I wasn't necessarily gaining weight, but I was just heavier. And then once I went on a more lower fat diet, I was able to like still keep my carbs high still have those meals occasionally on the weekends and my metabolism was good and then it was just like it was just like cranking for me and it was easy mm-hmm. um so that's always my advice but i know everyone's different some people yeah like, everybody's different that's why it's like when you're like this meal plan is going to change your life yeah like, no it's not not necessarily and then what people say they're working out uh-huh. like i use these certain formula it's like how many hours a week are you working out no how many hours are you actually working out like not you were at the gym for an hour and a half what were you putting in the work in for how long? Yeah, like, that's why it's good sure. to track and use this. So then, like the minute you start working out, you can see your heart rate, and then stop it when you're like finishing your last set. So then you can see, hey, okay, I actually burned this many calories, or I was working out for forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not going to say an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, and so. there's like some people too who like they'll work out for like two hours, three hours in the gym, like super long periods of time. And yes. I'm like, I'm like, what do you, what do you, what were you doing for that long? Yes. And they were like, oh, I was like working out and. I used to always tell people, I was like, if you're really working out, like, you should be, like, done in, like, yes. an hour, an hour. Well, it's like that one workout we yeah, did. Like that the, yeah, it was, like, we like, oh, super intense. We, like, for 45 minutes, yes. we, like, didn't we didn't stop or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's a good workout. Yeah, it's a good workout. And sometimes that's why I like when you have, like, a time restraint because mm-hmm. I'll be, like, I'll get in there and get out. And I'm like, wow, it's a better workout than, like, yesterday when I had, like, an hour and a half to train. And I was just like, oh, I don't know, like, going around, not doing much. So, um, yeah, the whole food thing, it's it's kind of a big debate. You're going to get so many people saying different things. And then you look at like Tom Brady eats super mm-hmm. clean, like crazy. And you look at what he looked like when he started playing <laughs> versus now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, well, I'm we need all the time and do this. But I mean, it works for him. That's great. Like yeah. I wouldn't want to live like that. 
Sorry. No, no. Yeah. No, I'm good. Like, like avocado ice cream. He, he drinks like that avocado <laughs> tequila. Really? Or whatever. Yeah, like when he was like fall, like stumbling yeah. off the boat, it was yeah. like he had like avocado tequila or something like that. It's like what he was drinking. Just like, apparently, it tastes good. Huh? Like apparently, avocado ice cream like tastes like regular ice cream. Is what I've heard. Weird. Like the, it tastes like. Yeah, I've, it, I was what I've heard. It's I, made from avocado. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I've had I don't, an avocado margarita that's good, but that's different. It, yeah, I don't, I don't like avocado. Well, I like them, but I'm like allergic. Every time I eat them, I have like gag reflex, so I just oh, don't man. eat them. Yeah, that sucks. Do you believe in diets? Do I believe in diets? I I don't like the term diet. I think I believe in like you can track you like count your macros and do all of that, but then I think it just comes down to intuitive eating and if really if you're just good at portion control, you can eat whatever you want. Like mm-hmm. you really can. And if you're not working out a lot, then yeah, you gotta change maybe some of those foods and I think having a healthy veg like having vegetables in your diet is important. So if I'm gonna eat certain things like I, will, I make burgers a certain way, like low-fat burgers. I'm like, you're always eating this, you're eating ice cream, you're doing these things. I'm like, yeah, but I make them a certain way. Or I make pancakes, but I make them, like, I like to make really fattening foods healthier. Like, I make a good French toast that's, like, healthier. But then I'll go and have, like, the non-healthy stuff, too. But if I'm going to stay within, like, all right, I want, these are my goals, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep this, then I like to make foods that are going to taste good. I'm not, like, here's my chicken and rice and broccoli that i'm gonna have five yeah. days a week i don't do that like, cam and i and our friends had a debate yesterday what is the best american food <laughs> the best american food yes oh gosh um i would say is there any like abcd no no okay. it's american right. food no, in general. Just, yeah it's so broad yeah because yeah i don't i don't, I don't know, know how it came up but we had a debate it was what's the best american food i would say like i can enjoy a really good burger but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I know how it came up. Josh was like, "Would you rather give a pizza, a chicken sandwich, wings, or uh, this is not a burger?" Even American, isn't it? But Italian? I know. I was like, "But I guess Italians probably make their pizza a different they way, do. though." Just yeah. like, just like Chinese food here is not yeah. Chinese food. It's yeah. like yeah. American. Okay, but that's not technically American food. Uh, I know, but you know what I mean. Like, it's like Americanized. Like, it's like yeah. super, like guess, not yeah. the same. Pizza, I oh, guess. between pizza and burgers for me. Yeah, burger, I can't I, burgers. I just said barbecue. Barbecue? Like brisket, rib. Yeah. Like I, the thing is, I'll though, take I brisket or ribs time. over a burger yeah. any day. I go to like, I go to a barbecue restaurant, you know, you got to order, all right, here's your, yeah. here's a bit of this, this, and that. I eat it and then I'm like, I'm kind of hungry still. Like, really? I don't know, it really? doesn't like, it's either too rich for me, where mm. I'm like, oh, it's like too fattening, mm-hmm. or I feel like I'm just like, not. Nah, it's not enough, like craving something else. But I've got a real big sweet tooth too. That's that's. My... Do you eat the uh, what are they called? No, the smart the smart candies. Oh, smart, smart sweets. Smart sweets. No, I'm never. What is that? They're okay. It's okay. like candy. It's like <laughs> it's like a healthier yeah. candy for you. Huh. They have like because I love sour patches and like sour mm-hmm. stuff. So they have like a sour kind. They have like peach rings. Is that what you oh, gave me wow. that one day? And the and the it was like it was like a fruit snack. No, it was a fruit snack. No, but it was like healthy. You were like these are healthier for you. Like, no, but that was a fruit snack. But they were healthier. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Got you. Huh. Well, yeah, they, you can get them. We got them at Target, but okay. Um, I think I've seen them actually. One at of the, one of the influencers, my girlfriend watches. Like she has a bad sweet tooth, uh-huh. and she started eating those. Started eating those. So we tried them. They're okay. I mean, I still choose. <laughs> Yeah, regular candy. Yeah. Those, but like, they're, 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 right. they're, they're, you can still. It's not 
horrible eating. Like, I'm not ever eating that again. I would still eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. So back on where you said you make, like, how you make your food, you make it healthier. Do you Uh put, like, all that on your social media or anything? I do. I have, like, a lot of – so I have a highlight highlight reel that has – well, actually, I have a bunch of them. It breaks it down. So I have, like, (laughs) Kills Burgers is, like, a thing. I did a week of, like, all different kinds of burgers I posted. Um, I have, like, pizza. I make my own pizza, my own crust. Um, and a lot of stuff, I'm not about like, let's spend five hours in the kitchen. I want things to be easy, accessible. And nice. so like, when I look at recipes, I'm like, it's going to be a teaspoon of xanthan this and this and that. And then I'm just like, too much. So I try and do like <laughs> the less ingredients, the better. And then toppings and things like that, like go off. So that's my, that's kind of how I do it. So the things that always take the bulk of, like for instance, pizza, it's, the bulk of it's like the carbs, the amount of carbs in it. So if you're trying to, you know, and I say that in light. So if you're trying to hit your macros in a certain thing, or you're trying to be like, all right, I've already had a lot of carbs today, or I don't want to have a lot of carbs, then I make my own to where it's lighter, like a lot lighter in carbs and um, a lot lighter in like fats and stuff. So I use egg whites and Greek yogurt and like a different kind of like an almond flour. Nice. Um, and I'll make like a pizza this big and it'll be like <laughs> 50 grams of carbs with everything. Oh, that's everything. pretty cool. So Is it good? Yeah, it's you? good. Yeah. It's good. Like some come out better than others, but yeah. I went through a phase like that's all I did was just like make pizzas. I'm like, this is obsessive. Like stop. Yeah. Since um, you watch TV a lot, TV shows a lot, there is a show that my girlfriend and I watch. Can't remember what it's called, but mm-hmm. we watched the Great British Breaking Show a lot. Okay, yeah. There is a contestant on there that has her own show now mm-hmm. and she does like episodes like you can make food under 15 minutes like she'll make you like she'll show you how to make food cool. a certain food under like 15 minutes like yeah if you're in a rush or you like don't have a lot of time to yourself or whatever or whatever the case is you want more time she like shows you how to make different kinds of foods in like under 15 minutes that's really Pretty cool, cool yeah so you should check it out I think, yeah i don't remember her name. it's like, like not nadina or nadia or something yeah. like that okay yeah that is cool I think I think people get caught up in like there's this perfect diet thing and I think it's just like figure out my thing is always figure out what works with you. Obviously, I I don't prescribe diets, but I give meal plans. Mm-hmm. So I'm like try this and then I check in. I'm like let's check in. I'm not just going to give you a meal plan and say, "Hope it works." Like I'll check in after 2 weeks and say, "Hey, how do you like this?" And they'll be like, "It's really hard eating this many carbs." I'm like, "Yeah, that's cuz you were eating carbs before at all." So, <laughs> yeah, you're going to bloat more. You're going to hold that um yeah. Let's see how week three goes. Let's change this. All right, let's cut a little bit of this. And so it's kind of finding that and then realizing, hey, what do you enjoy? Because whatever you're doing, I'm all about, like, long term. I'm not about, like, let's do this for 30 days and find success. Like, that's awesome, and I think you can do that. But I'm more about, like, transformation that's going to last a lifetime to where it's, like, a switch in your brain. Like, hey, I get this now. I have new skill, a new skill set that I'm going to carry on in the kitchen, in the gym, et cetera, et cetera. Now, obviously, I still want my skill set to be able to use that and not be like, all right, see ya. But I want them to be capable enough to do, because I'm not with them 24-7. That's yeah. my thing. I'm with you two to three days a week. So what are you doing the rest of the week? You know, how are you living? How are you able to make those decisions when you go out and say, hey, instead of getting this like I normally would, let me just get that. And that's going to easily cut an instant 200 calories off. My biggest thing, too, is, like, teaching people to cook without using all the oils and seasonings Mm -hmm. that add an instant 300 calories to the simple meal they're making. It's like, don't use the olive oil. Use the olive oil spray. You know, 
use spices. Like if you like spicy food, I'm like use the spices. It enhances the flavor without adding like a pound of salt. So doing stuff like that, and they're like, oh wow, yeah, that that made me realize this, and that made me, you know. And yeah. So it's it's cool to see that switch too. It's just like fun to train people in that way and like get them to understand, just understand nutrition. You can put, mm-hmm. you can put whatever you want in your body, but understand what you're doing so like you're not thinking you're eating healthy healthy you mm-hmm. know like i even hate that term of like oh i eat healthy it's like okay how do you define <laughs> that you know that yeah. could be a whole debate honestly True. Yeah. so like i don't know how i feel about like vegan but i guess i couldn't do it would you ever go vegan I do or it. like what and how do you feel about like it just in general i think you know, I think if you really go all in, you can be a vegan and still get all the nutrients you need. But I don't think people do it 100% right mm-hmm. unless you're, you have the access and you have the money to do it or you have somebody planning it for you. So I think there's just a lot of nutrients like in protein and things that you need. And especially if your goal is to build muscle mass and you're going vegan and I don't even on a performance scale. I don't know. It's, so they got hurt. Do you, do you think like NFL players should be going vegan or no? That's a well. Because <laughs> well, I know of two. Cam Newton, he's going vegan. Arian Foster, Arian Foster went yeah, vegan. And once he, and he did it, he started getting hurt all the time. I was going to say, yeah. so my experience, I went not vegan, but I did go gluten-free at one point in my senior mm-hmm. year. And because I had talked to a lot of people, and I was like, yeah, sometimes I eat bread, and I just feel really, like, gross and sick and kind of bloated, and it just kind of slows me down. And like, yeah, I went, you know, gluten-free, and my performance is so much better. I just feel cleaner and good. And so I'm like, all right, I'll do this my senior season. So I did it, and I passed out on the field once, and then another time I was like, because I would play like all ninety minutes of the game. Oh yeah. And so I was taking like glucose like tablets at like halftime, and I remember one game I was like, I've never been so drained. Like after that, I ate like a monster. I was like, I'm so hungry, and I was still getting like carbs. The thing is, I was having like beans, I was having rice, and other things. But then once I added gluten back into my diet, I just felt amazing. Like, I just thought it was so weird in practice and stuff. I'm like, I think I'm just tired all the time. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. And it felt like I was giving 150% effort, like, just doing anything. Like, running, like, botting up on someone. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm drained. Mm -hmm. Added the gluten back into my diet, and it was like Energizer Bunny. Like, I could just, I was like, let's go. Like, I was... I was fine. And so that was really interesting to see that. And then I've had food intolerances along the way too, um, even two years ago where I went to a doctor and I was like, why am I like having all these reactions to certain things? And he's like, I think it's all stress. So Mm. I don't, yeah, it's just weird. It's like, I don't know about going vegan. I think maybe certain people, if they thrive on it, that's great. Like do it. But I think it's kind of a dangerous thing to play with and, Especially if you're in the NFL. Yeah, that's what I like. When you know, like, I heard first heard Aaron Foster went vegan, I was mm-hmm. like, wow. yeah, like. And then it's almost like a trendy thing or something. And then yeah, yeah, yeah like hipster. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like, why? Because <laughs> like I feel like I don't know. I just feel like you need your your protein and yeah. It, I don't know. There's ways to get protein, but then it's like. I don't know, like, for me personally, Eggs. like, I can't have people talk about, like, oh, having so much fiber in your diet is really good and all this, and, like, if I have too much fiber, I just, like, blow, like, I feel, like, sick. Like, it's yeah. It's bad for me to have too much fiber in my diet. Like, people are like, you need all your fiber. So, if you're not, you know, it goes with, like, whatever you're eating. If you're not having something in your diet at all, 
then yeah how are you getting your protein in other ways you're just eating a bunch of like they're like beans has protein okay it doesn't take a piece of like chicken or whatever Mm -hmm. and compare it to you're gonna have to have like a freaking massive bowl of beans instead you could just have like eight ounces of chicken or six Mm -hmm. ounces or whatever and you're already at like 20 to 50 grams of protein depending on the size so it's like you're not really getting the same amount of protein in and then there's vegan i know there's vegan protein there's vegan and there's vegan other stuff and supplements you can take but like you said earlier like i'd rather take as much in like with food that you can with nutrients instead of having to take like why go vegan and then be like oh, i want all these different kind of supplements and things do, you know what I can't stand? I can't feed. stand people. My bad. I didn't mean to go, cut go, you go off. For it, go for it. <laughs> people who are like, "Oh yeah, this meatless burger tastes better than a regular burger." Like, <laughs> no, like, no, that's no, it a doesn't, fucking dude. lie. Like, if you, I, have eat you had a regular vegan? burger right that now? That is such a lie. Have you had like, vegan wings? No, before? it's like like fried cauliflower or something like that. But I hate they're when good, they but do like, that. like I, I felt like I can have it all like air. last year. So I went a month with like no meat, and I did what else did I do? I guess it was kind of like vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I had any dairy either. And that's the other thing. It's like so many things There's like so that many. you can't eat. It's one thing eat. to be vegetarian. Yeah, like, you can be vegetarian or be pescatarian and have fish in your diet, and mm-hmm. I, and I get that. Like that's doable. Yeah, but people that are like yeah. They're like, no, I don't do dairy. I don't do meat. like no eggs anything. or anything. No, like animal byproduct. I'm just like, okay. Because Jordan's brother is vegan. He's like super, like shredded and cut and stuff. Bro, I so love eggs. I could not. I don't know. Eggs. Eggs. I don't know. I'd have to talk I, to him about it. My thing is, I feel too. like you're super shredded and cut because you just cut all these yeah, other things that, that have too. a lot of calories in them. You know, it's like, yeah. all right, you're eating lettuce all the time. Cool, get cut by just losing weight that way. Like. Like, I don't know. It sounds like you love burgers. So like me, yeah. I love barbecues. Like I, I, I couldn't go vegan because like. I love ribs too much. I love yeah. brisket, like sauce. Yeah. I love all that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I couldn't not not eat meat. Bro, yeah. if someone told me I couldn't have a fat ass porterhouse ever again, I'd I don't know how <laughs> I'd make it's it. It's like go, go to Perry's, get that pork chop. Oh. Yeah, like oh, there's yeah, just the so much chop. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I so couldn't not, not eat meat. That's I know. And that's the thing is like I love vegetables. I'm the type of person, like if anything, I could be a vegetarian, but I also love meat. And so I will order I'll go to a restaurant, order like the vegetarian quesadilla because they have like, or they have more of the vegetables mm-hmm. on there. I'm like, can yeah. you add meat? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can you add chicken or can you add steak? <laughs> like, that's what I do because I like, I like a lot of vegetables. Yeah. But then I like, I don't know how people just like a them. nice, nice steak. Yeah, a nice yeah. steak. That's like my favorite. Nice little flamion. Yeah. Come on. I, I like, couldn't not. You go to do like Chamagaucha or like you know any of those. Go to Chow and. <laughs> Exactly. What do you mean? Yeah. I guess you just don't go to this place. Go to like a hibachi place and like. Could you imagine yeah. being like, yeah, no. Just eating the bread. I'll see the well, sides. Wait, I mean, they have the good bread? sides, but. I don't know. I don't know what I don't. Vegan know is like a lot any, of people can't and can't. Eat, vegan like, is like anything with a face, right? It's anything. I don't have no idea. Yeah, that's what. I, I, that's like what I don't mean. Yeah, like yeah. anything that like comes from an animal. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So think about like all the things that it's insane. You can't eat fish either. No fish. No no eggs. No salmon? It's like if you can grow it. It's like if you can grow it. Like cheese, I don't think you can eat. Like no dairy. Like it all comes from like a a face. Like any any animal. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) That's too much. Like I could, I love salmon too. So I I could not not eat salmon. I know. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Opinionated Off Topic with our ugly co-host, Cam Theory. (sighs) Dang. And our beautiful guest, Kelly. Uh, we'll got uh, we'll put all of her stuff down below. Albert will do his thing over there. You know how he does it. And uh, <laughs> do you have anything for us? Any any last comments or anything? No, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for have, having her. <laughs> Look at me botching it. 
thank you for always. thank you for coming <laughs> on the podcast and definitely would like to have you on in the future at some point so sure. appreciate you coming by well that'll do it for you guys over here at opinionated and we'll see you guys next time peace peace Thank you.